Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that nine to five J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate rental properties so you never, ever have to work a job again. And in today's show, I wanna talk to you a little bit about what's going on in the real estate market and what's going on that I'm seeing as I'm investing, as I have students investing, and what's going on. Now, we do know that it's literally crazy time right now. Everything, what's up is down, what's right is wrong, what's left is right. It's just crazy right now. I'm kind of thinking, okay, what's next? I'm watching for what's gonna happen. It's it's really, really interesting. I saw one meme online. It was a, a person looking like outside of a window and the caption was me, you know, obviously the person looking outside the window, me looking outside the window to see what chapter of Revelation we're in. And if you read the book of Revelation, a lot of stuff going on in the book of Revelation, people dying, earthquakes, famines, wars, all that sort of stuff. It was just rather funny. But lightheartedness of everything going on kind of helps me to cope with it because there's so much junk going on. So it really helped me just a little bit like, oh, man, okay, there's a little bit of fun uh, going on. But I am also looking at What's going on in the real estate market? I want to talk to you a little bit about that. So, you know, I get lots of questions about what I think is going to happen. I've talked to you about that. I think it was a couple episodes ago. And I talked about how I think the market will go back up. Like I know with COVID-19 and everything, things were crazy. People didn't have jobs, all that sort of stuff. But I still did not think that that was the crash. I had some some guy who says he's a guru on real estate. Like he he quote unquote calls himself a guru. Oh, I had this Lamborghini. I have this, that, and other. I'm like... And he was just telling me, this is the crash. This is it. This is it. Everybody, the world's... And I'm like, I don't agree with you, but okay, I'll take you... Like That's your opinion. So my opinion is, I think it's going to go back up. And here's a big reason. And this is what I want to talk to you guys about right now. And in the future, probably next episode, I'm going to tell you my strategy of what I'm doing in real estate right now. Usually I don't talk a lot about it, um, but right now I want... There's something that's actually really cool that I want to talk about, but I'll show it to you next week. So be listening to my entire strategy come next week. But right now I'm looking at interest rates. And I called this, I, or at least I'm, I'm not a prophet or anything. I just have been around for a while. I know what's going to happen. And so bank interest rates went down to 0%, even an, almost like a, it might've been a negative, but that's with banks going back and forth with lending to each other. That doesn't necessarily hit the mortgage market, but eventually it does. We know it does, or at least I know it does, or I've seen it in the past. Now, interest rates, I was just talking to my mortgage broker today, 3%. I can literally get a 3% loan and put 10% down. I'll still pay PMI, but put 10% down buy a house for a 30-year loan, and get a 3% mortgage. That is ridiculous. I can even buy it down and pay even less. It is absolutely amazing what these interest rates are now. So it was at 5.5%, sky, or not skyrocketed, plummeted down to 3%. Hopefully, I'll be able to lock it in under 3 I'm super excited. And yes, I, I even have a place that gives me a 5% loan, um, and this would be on a personal residence. Anyways, I'll tell you about this whole entire strategy, how I'll buy another personal residence, because you guys know I'm frugal, but I was thinking, hey, this might be a great time. Trade up, and as well as buy properties that are going to pay for this new mortgage that I'm getting, 
listen to my next week's episode, you'll get all that. But right now I'm seeing the mortgage rates being so crazy low. And so if you're getting a second home or an investment property, that is also coming down too. I'm seeing 4%, three and a half to 4% from some of my students. It's absolutely amazing what's happening right now. Now here's a thought too. As interest rates go down, prices go up. If I borrow $350,000 at a 3% loan, that is literally $1,400 a month. That's nothing. I mean, that's, you can work at McDonald's probably and make that much. And so that interest rate is so crazy low. So you should definitely utilize it. But what happens is more people have the ability to buy a property and pay more money. So I personally think the market's going to be going up. I don't think it's going to come down. I think I don't think it's going to crash. I don't think COVID-19 um, did anything. I don't think these all this looting and stealing and rioting and killing of people right now is going to do anything really, really big. Um, it's sad. It's tragic. All that stuff is absolutely tragic. What's going on? But we are investors. You know, let them do what they're going to do. We're going to do what we do. We invest in real estate. So what I'm thinking is I would think that with interest rates going down, prices go up. And to, on top of that, we have properties that we can buy where we can put, you know, we can buy them for like $50,000, $40,000. We can buy really good properties that make us $250 or more. And I'm, I, I almost went into what my strategy is that I'm actually doing with trading up my house, getting other properties to pay off my new house I'm going to get. But you're going to have to listen to next week's episode to get all of that great information on what we're doing. I'm literally getting a mortgage right now. We're finding properties, all that good stuff. It's going to be amazing. Now, on top of what's going in the market, what I really want to share with you today is what I'm getting with a lot of students, a lot of people in the, the Master Passive Income Free Facebook community. Um, a lot of people are talking and asking me questions, basically having fear and at the same time being worried about buying that first property, about doing it right. Now, I'm gonna tell you a quick story about what I started doing when I started investing. Now, if you guys remember any of my story, I went to a seminar. So I was watching TV, you know, at 2 a.m., you're, you know, it might have been that late, but maybe 1 a.m. or something like that, watching TV and an infomercial popped on for a real estate company that says, hey, we'll teach you how to do this, no money down, all that sort of stuff. This is way back in like 2005, 2006, had no idea what I was doing back then. And so I said, you know what? It's free, it's an hour, let me go. Little did I know, as I'm sitting there in the chair with this guy on stage, all hyping, all excited, and I don't, I don't, you know, I drive Lamborghinis, I travel the world, I have mansions all over the place, I, 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 and you can too, go back in the back and give us $1,000 for a two-day seminar. Um, okay, let, uh, let's try that. So I did, I went back to the back, you know, they say, hurry, run to the back, run to the back, get your credit cards out, give us $1,000 and we'll give you a two-day seminar. Well, I did, I went to that two-day seminar and in that two-day seminar, it was literally so broad, so overview, you couldn't do anything with it. And then at the very end of, it's basically like a day and a half seminar. And at the end of that half day, on the second day, it was, okay, guys, this was your seminar. Now, if you want to learn about rental properties, it's $40,000. If you want to learn about flipping, it's $60,000 or you know, whatever it might be. Like they had a price tag for these bigger courses or it was, anyways, I did that. And then I left thinking, you know what? I'm just going to do it on my own. And I was told that, if you get a deal, you're just gonna make money. Like get a deal, that's the first thing. 
Get a deal, you're gonna find somebody who wants it. Don't worry about learning the business, don't worry about anything like that, don't worry about finding financing now. If you get a deal, people are come to you. Well, this is what I did. I literally, I think I was um, 25, 26 years old, I went out and found apartment complexes because I was told, you find a deal, money will come. And I literally went to an apartment complex with a realtor and we checked it out twice. And at the second time, the realtor said, so how are you going to pay for it? You know, I was like, well, you know, I'm an investor, so I have the ability to, um, you know, get, get other people's money and I have private financing, private funding, I can get a loan. Not because I literally had no clue what I was doing. I was just throwing out things that I've heard, like get private funding, private money, hard money, getting a loan. I had no idea that I was buying it, or I would have if everything went through. I couldn't have bought it, but it was an eight-unit apartment complex, and I didn't have the down payment. I didn't have any investor. I literally didn't have anything. Plus, on top of that, and this is something we talk about in Master Passive Income all the time, I didn't even have the business built. I didn't know what I was doing. And all that combined, it was really something that was would have been very, very detrimental if I would have kept going down that route. And the reason why is there's so many wrong ways to do this business. There's so many wrong ways, like so many pitfalls, so many ways to lose money and everything, but there's only a few right ways to do it. And that's what we do here at Master Passive Income with the podcast, my YouTube channel. I love it if you check out my YouTube channel. I actually put in uh, actually a lot more content there as well. Different, new, fresh content there. If you go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash YouTube, you can go there. I'd love it if you subscribe. That would help me out too. Now, also on top of that, I do want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, Two three three seven 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 rental two three three seven 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 and I will literally give you my free real estate investing course so you can get started. I did not have this when I went to check out that apartment complex when I was going from to house to house and I was honestly wasting realtors' times. I didn't know what I was doing, but here's the problem with that: is if I would have done something like that, I would have failed so horribly. But the good thing about that, though, and this is the bulk of what I want to talk to you about today, is failing forward. The idea of failing forward instead of failing backwards or failing and not learning, failing and not getting better, that is the last thing that you want to do. You actually want to fail. I don't try to fail, but I try to be successful and I try things. Now, I'm 40 years old. Actually, I just turned 41. My birthday was like three days ago. But um, I just turned 41. And now being 41 years old, I quit my job when I was 37. Back when I was 27, I was trying everything, like literally everything that I could. Didn't want to fail. But I knew that if I tried it, if I did my best, I worked hard, eventually, I would come out of it and I would do well. But here's what I realized that I needed to do. Failing is not something that is bad. And I learned this back when I was playing uh, football in college. I was playing at Fresno State. I learned that failing wasn't bad. If you, if what, and I love this saying, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Whatever that doesn't take your life away or make just so, so detrimental where you're done, it'll make you stronger as long as you get back up. I have another saying, I love this saying, what do we do when we fall off the horse? We get back on. We never give up. And I'll give you an example of what I do with my kids and how I'm teaching them. So 
let's say we're skiing and we're snow skiing and the kids fall. One of the kids fall and they get up and they're like, oh, I, I don't want to ski anymore. Is it bad time? And, you know, they go and sit down and they're like, well, I'm done for the day. I said, well, you're done? Why are you done? Well, because I fell and it hurt really bad. I just want to stop. I said, this is absolutely not what you're going to do. You're a Heiner. We don't quit. We don't give up. What we do is we push forward. Now get your skis back on. We're going to do an entire run so, you know, from top to bottom of the ski slope because we do not end on something bad. We want to fail and get better. If we would just fail and drive home, then your last thing you thought about that you're going to have to remember for the rest of the time until we go skiing again is you falling. If you get back up and you ski the, down the entire thing and you realize, you know what, I failed, you're not going to have that failure in your head. You're going to have the success in your head. Now, one thing that I also love is, in my opinion, when you embrace failure, not try to fail, but you embrace it. When you actually fail, if you do that, you are absolutely going to learn. You're going to get better. You're going to realize what you did wrong. Pull that out so you never do it again. What you did right, leave that in. I absolutely know that my successes, I learn from them but nowhere near as much. I do not learn anywhere as much from my successes than I do from my failures. I kid you not, I learn so much more. I dwell on it. I think about it all the time until it eventually I go back and figure out what it was wrong and then I don't do that again and I change my life. I fail forward. That's something that I always try to do, obviously with my kids as well, teaching them how to do it. But in anything in my business, I kept in my business. So in the Master Passive Income with the Ultimate Real Estate Investing System, with the Real Estate Wealth Builders, the membership community that we have, where you get all the courses and the group coaching and all that sort of stuff, all that combined, I literally created a system because I realized what was wrong and I realized what was right. What was wrong, I ripped out of my system because Honestly, it's literally a step-by-step -step system. You do X, Y, and Z. In fact, at the group coaching, I just did this last Thursday for the entire group of the um, Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. We actually went through, and I was honestly really hesitant to give this information. I gave everybody a step-by-step, -step, like do one, two, three, like 13 steps to buy your first property. It was so boiled down, like do this, then do this, then do this. The reason why I hesitated to actually share that is because there's so many things to learn, so many things to do in this business that if you don't learn everything else, like in the Ultimate Real Estate Investing System, there I have literally 150 videos of how to do all this stuff, but this was such a condensed, like in like a 20-minute presentation, everything condensed down. And with that, you can be actually dangerous because there's so much to learn. Now, what the great thing with this is, I am helping everybody to realize what we do is we fail forward. Now, at the same time, on top of failing forward, we're not trying to fail. We're going to go out there and try to be successful. Now, this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be moving forward every single step of the way. If you put it in your brain that every single day you got 1% better than the day before, 
If you did that, you got 1% better than the day before, well, 1% better, it's not that much. You might be 1% stronger. Maybe you learned just a little bit more, so you, you're 1% better. You make a, another sale in your job or your, your sales business or whatever it might be. You're 1% better. That's not a whole lot. You know, after five days, you're 5% better, which is great. But imagine after an entire year of getting 1% better every single day, that is 365% better than you were the year before. If we're constantly moving forward, if we're embracing failure and saying, I'm going to use this to help me never do those mistakes again, then I will absolutely be better. If you're 365% better, that's three times better than you are currently right now, three and a half times better than you are right now. If you're making whatever amount of money, that's three and a half times the amount of money you're making now. If we shoot for 1% better every single day, we will get better and better. Now, another thing I want to give you is and something that I, I, I'm definitely not a perfectionist. I absolutely know that. But what I do know is that done is better than perfect. I absolutely know that people are waiting for a perfect deal, the right this, the right that, everything being perfect. But if you never actually pull the trigger, if you never actually do it, what's the whole point? Like you're just learning for the sake of learning and not applying. We want to actually get things done. We, If I waited for the perfect deal, the perfect property, the perfect mortgage, the perfect everything, I would absolutely nowhere near be where I'm at now. I would say out of the 30 plus property that I bought, and have as rental properties, I would say maybe two or three of them are like perfect. Like, oh man, this was like, if I could get more of these, this would be perfect. But no, there were, they're, they're not all perfect. But I'm gonna tell you, done is better than perfect. And one thing that I also do with all of my one-on-one -on -one coaching students is I try to get them to get their first win. Get that first win as fast as possible. Fail along the way because you're going to fail, but we're going to figure out how to not do that again. And also with when you're working with me in the group coaching or one-on-one -on -one coaching, we sidestep or go around or jump over these hurdles or these landmines that could eventually take money from us. And so while we're doing that, we are learning so much, we're getting better, and we're actually failing forward from my mistakes. Everything that I've done, I'm showing you, hey, I've failed here. You know, there another, I love sayings, I love quotes, but another great quote is a smart man learns from their mistakes, but a wise man learns from other people's mistakes. I want you to learn from my mistakes. That's why I have this podcast. Now, if you embrace failure, if you fail forward and you're realizing done is better than perfect, on top of that, what I want you to do, if you find yourself getting into failure, I want you to fail fast. Like get in there and get out as fast as possible. You want to fail, learn, and move on, just like I do with my kids. If they fall and they say they're done when they're skiing, when they're snow skiing, get on the lift. We're going back down again. We want to fail fast so we get past that and get back up and do it again. Also failing forward, but we also want to fail often. So fa fail fast, fail forward, and fail often. And when you fail often, it's because you're trying new things. You're breaking out of your comfort zone. It's so easy just to keep doing the things that we normally would do because we, we like it or we're used to it or we're comfortable. Well, if I stayed in my comfortability, I don't know if that's, a, that's probably not a word, but if I stayed comfortable, 
I did not, and if I did not invest in that first property, if I didn't fly out there, if I didn't check out the properties, check out property management, if I didn't do all that stuff, and I say that with a caveat, I'd never do that anymore. I don't need to. I've learned how to do it. That's what I show everybody in my uh, real estate wealth builders and all that. But if I never did that first time, I wouldn't have realized that I don't need to fly there anymore. I wouldn't have realized that, hey, that was a, a money spent that I don't need to now, but it got me to get that first property. We want to keep moving forward. We want to fail often, or at least put ourselves out there to fail. And if we are having ourselves failing fast, failing forward, and failing often, we will absolutely get better and better. Now, the big thing on top of all this failing is if you continue to fail at the same thing, you're probably doing something wrong. And so there's that another saying, another, I don't know why, but these things come to my brain as I'm talking. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And that's basically summing up is we need to learn. Like if, if something happens and we don't learn from it and we don't change and we don't get better, it's like we are just putting, we're banging our heads against the wall, expecting something else to happen. We want to actually learn. So we want to have done is better than perfect. We want to embrace failure, fa fail fast, fail forward and fail often and learn from those. And if you get 1% better every single day in a year from now, you're gonna be 365% better than you were the previous year. If you just get one rental property, and remember, we make $250 in passive income every single month. If you just get one property that makes you $250 a month in one year, that is $3,000 extra dollars in your pocket in passive income. All your accounts or all your expenses are cared for or taken care of. All your mortgage is taken care of. Your insurance, taxes, everything else is taken care of for by the tenant. That is $3,000 extra dollars into your pocket. Now, if you had 10 properties that made you $250 a month, that's $2,500 a month. That is $30,000 a year. Imagine being able to have $30,000 extra dollars. I mean, let's say your boss comes to you and says, hey, 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 Dustin, hey, how would you like it? You know, how about I just give you $30,000 a year extra in raise. Hey, hey, no, no, boss. No, I'm cool. Don't, don't give me no raise. I, I don't need that. No, you're not going to say that. You're going to say, yes, absolutely. And just think about it. If you fail forward, if you get out of your comfort zone, you move forward and you actually go out, learn, get coaching, buy that first property, you're going to learn so much. In fact, I love when my students, they buy their first, second, and third property, and then they stop being students because they've learned. That's what I want them to do is I want to teach them how to fish. I don't want to give them a fish. I want to teach them how to fish. Same thing with my children. I'm not going to, and they're absolutely not going to be spoiled brats. They are, they're, they're very frugal with their money, but I'm not going to just give them the properties. They're going to have to learn and work in the business and prove to me that they can take the properties. And on top of that, I'm going to show them how to actually buy their properties, how to do this business right. Here's one great thing. So my oldest son, he's 10 years old. His name's Elias. So I'm working on my computer and my son walks in the door. Elias says, hey, dad, so how much money do all four of us, all the kids, all four of us kids have all together. It's like, I, I could kind of, you know, add it all together, but why do you ask? 
He said, well, I don't know. I just want to ask. I just want to know. I said, well, why do you, why do you ask? I really want to know. Why are you asking? What it really came down to was he was thinking, if we put all of our money in a bank account and it's making, I don't know, 0.5%, 0.3%, what really, really ridiculously though, you know, if they each have like 800 or $900, remember they're seven, nine, 10, and 12. Now they each have, I don't know, anything from 500 down up to like $900 each. And so I ask him, what are you really wanting to know? Why do you want to know this? And he's realizing that if he puts or that he puts his money in the bank account every month, we look at our bank accounts and he sees that he made like 30 cents in a month for all of his money. And his sister made 34 cents or whatever it might be. And he realized, you know what, what would happen if we pooled our money together? And then, and this is what he reason why he was asking, what if we pulled all our money together and then bought a rental property that made us $250 or more in passive income? Could we do that? I said, my goodness, you know what, Elias, that might be actually, that, that's actually a pretty phenomenal idea. Now, what I would say is they need $10,000 total. In my opinion, I love working with students that have a minimum of $10,000. If you have $10,000, we can definitely get you passive income from at least one property making you $250 a month. So together, they probably have about $3,500. So I'm saying, let's get a little bit more and then maybe we can talk about that. Now, all at the same time, I'm teaching them. I'm walking them through every single step how to do this and I'm showing them. As we keep moving forward, we may fail, which we probably will. We pull ourselves back up. We get back on the horse and we don't let that happen again. We learn from it and move on. So you guys, that's really what I want you to learn from is get going. There's no, and another saying I'm gonna give you, I love sayings. There's another saying that really resonates with me. When is the best time to plant a tree? Well, it was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. There's no time like the present. I get many people asking me, well, is the market going to crash? Because if it's going to crash, I don't want to buy now. I'm like, well, if the, even if the market does or doesn't crash, we still make money in passive income every single month from the rents that come in minus the expenses. That's $250 or more in our pocket. And on top of that, we buy houses that are 30, 40, 50, $60,000 that even if they get cut in half, a $60,000 house, you're only losing $30,000 on paper and you don't lose it until you actually sell it. But we make money in passive income, so we don't care. It'll go back up. If we buy a $300,000 house and gets cut in half, that's $150,000 that we have lost. So we don't buy those really, really expensive homes. We buy, at the most, the highest end is maybe $120,000, $130,000 cause there are places all over the country that we invest that have really, really great properties. Now, you guys get out there. Keep learning. Keep listening to podcasts. Check out my YouTube channel where I have so many more videos on how to actually do all this stuff. But get there. Do not put it off. Do it right now so you can fail forward. Remember, done is better than perfect. Getting that perfect property and probably never come. We don't want to wait for that. Now, I also want to make sure that you remember, get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. Rental to 3377 so I can get you my free real estate investing course that'll get you down the path to start. Now, I didn't even have this when I first got started. I wish I did. Now I'm looking at this now and people are saying, man, this got me so far into real estate investing. So go get it for yourselves. Text the word rental to 33777. You guys are fantastic. Be on the lookout for next week's episode where I literally tell you my strategy of what I'm gonna be doing trading my property for a bigger property, buying other properties to 
pay for this new house I'm gonna be living in, all that sort of stuff. Be on the lookout for that. I'm super excited to tell you about that next week. But you guys are fantastic. I will see you guys next time. Be good to yourselves. See ya. See ya.